Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to DevRaga Personal Finance, Episode 105. And in this episode, we'll discuss the concept of salary packaging or salary sacrifice. Thank you very much to Jordan for suggesting this topic. Just a shout out, in 2021, many interns would have started working as doctors for the first time in their lives across Australia. So good luck to all of those doctors. And in the same theme, many interns would have just finished their provisional practice and will be gaining their general registration. So congratulations to them. They'll move on to something called residency. For those of you that are new to the channel, there are three aims. The first aim is to be educated. Being educated and improving your financial literacy is really, really important because that leads to the second aim, and that is to be empowered. Being empowered with your finances means that you can take your knowledge and speak to the appropriate credential advisor or accountant at a level that you can understand it. And the third aim of this podcast channel is, of course, to be entertained. Now, just a disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not an accountant, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I a financial planner. Make sure you take any financial decisions you want to make after listening to one of my episodes to your appropriate credentialed advisors. But if you're stuck on what to do, here are some simple steps to get you in the right track when it comes to saving, investing, and personal finance in general. In my humble view, there are five easy steps which anybody could follow. Step one is pay yourself first. Take 20% of your after-tax money and put it aside. You are the most important person in your life, which means that money should never be touched. It is your money. Step two is invest that money, ideally into something that you understand or want to understand. For me, I understand the stock market. I understand the index fund industry. So I just buy in index funds. Step three is reinvest dividends. The power of compounding is real. Step four is do it for the long term. Now, I'm not talking 5, 10 or 15 years. I'm talking really 20, 30, if not 40 plus years. And step five is automate those investments forever. If you do these five simple steps, the more money that you put into it, the more money that you'll ever need at the end of it. Now, remember, money is just a tool. It doesn't bring happiness. Use it as a tool to make your life a little bit better but most importantly, the lives of people around you a lot better. Now to the main topic, what is salary packaging? Now, it's also known in Australia as salary sacrifice. Remember, my podcasts are mainly Australia-focused, although a lot of these concepts can be extrapolated to other countries. So, for example, in the UK, they also have a salary packaging service. Now, to understand salary packaging we need to understand what normally happens. First of all, when you get paid, your gross wage is taxed before it enters your bank account. The money entering into your bank account is called your after-tax income or net income. 
You will then need to use that money to pay for your living expenses, such as food, lights, water, meal and entertainment, or if you're following my advice, even your pay yourself money comes from this after-tax money. So how does salary packaging work then? Well, basically in Australia, it's a legitimate way whereby you can use your before-tax money to pay for certain eligible expenses. And this means you could potentially save on tax. Now, let's use an example how salary packaging can be used to reduce your taxable income. Now, Amy has just started her internship. She's expected to earn $80,000 per year. Amy usually puts all of her expenses onto a credit card and is careful enough to pay it off regularly without incurring any interest charges. The credit card is used for daily living expenses such as utility bills, car expenses, food expenses, and any other bills she needs to pay, including her insurance, medical registration expenses, etc. Suppose these expenses equal around $10,000 per year. Amy can salary package this amount as part of her benefits. This means the expenses are paid using her pre-tax dollars, which reduces her taxable income from $80,000 per year to $70,000 per year. So instead of paying around $16,000 in taxes, her taxes now becomes only 13 and a half grand. Now these are rough figures, of course. So who is eligible for salary packaging? Usually, if you work for a government organisation or a non-profit organisation, you are eligible for salary packaging. Actually, I actually looked this up and that is in Australia, the salary packaging benefit scheme comes under what's called the Fringe Benefits Taxation Act. And actually, a lot of private corporations and employees of those private corporations can utilise salary packaging or salary sacrifice. You just need to make sure that your employer provides this service. Now, generally speaking, though, a lot of the for-profit organisations um, don't actually subscribe to the salary packaging service. But if they do, you are entitled to actually utilise it if you work for those private organisations. So check with your boss, check with your financial uh, person at your organisation. But generally, it's eligible automatically for government organisations or non-profit organisations in Australia. Now, the main reason why this arrangement exists is basically to provide an incentive to retain staff, mainly in the public sector and not-for-profit sector. Usually, the pay in these sectors compared to the private sector is a lot less, where the private sector often has higher wages and often has higher salaries. So, how do you organise salary packaging? Now, usually you need an employee benefits provider who will assist you in the salary packaging process. There are several providers and for you know, Australian hospitals, particularly in Victoria, your organisation will have a preferred provider. Again, speak to your finance uh, person in your organisation. So they should be able to direct you to the correct provider. Some health organisations, particularly in Victoria, use Maxia, Smart Salary or Salary Options, for example. They're just some of the examples. Now, the way it works is when you begin working at your organisation, you will get an employee number. You sign up to the salary packaging company with your employee number. You can do so even before you start work and then supply the employee number afterwards. So 
An employee number makes it a lot easier, but if you don't have an employee number, it's okay. You can sign up to your salary packaging provider even before you start work. So a lot of the interns that are listening to me right now, if you haven't set up your salary packaging and this is your second or third week of work, then do it because it's basically money that you'll save as a result of paying less taxation. So I'll talk about that a little bit later in the episode. But if you haven't set it up, set it up. Now, is salary packaging free? And the answer is no, nothing in this world is free. Um, There are fees associated with salary packaging, but usually it is still within your worth and definitely worthwhile to salary package despite the fees involved. Usually there are two types of fees. There's a setup fee, which is a few hundred bucks. Then there's an administration fee every time the money is being withheld by the salary packaging company. And the fee charged does not count towards your total salary packaging maximum amount, uh, but it also comes from your pre-tax dollars. So the cost of salary packaging is not counted towards the total salary packaging amount. We'll talk about that a bit later in the episode. And most importantly, the fees come from your pre-tax dollars. So that's an added advantage. So what sort of things do you need to sign up to salary packaging? You need to have a name, your home address, and your contact details, mostly mobile and email. That's pretty much it. And of course, the employee number, which is you know not really essential, but if you have it, it's even great. Most salary packaging companies have an online sign-up process. It's really easy, and they even provide claim forms available on their website. Like I said, an employee number is useful. Um, you also need to inform the salary packaging company of your bank account details because the money is routed via the salary packaging provider into your bank account. That is, you spend the money first, then collect statements, whether it be credit cards, for example, and then submit it to the packaging provider as evidence of your expenses, and they reconcile the money withheld versus your statements, and then regularly deposit the expenses amount into your account. So what I normally do is I'll just send them my credit card statements, I'll highlight the expenses that I've actually done, and basically they reconcile it. And they do it all for me. I don't need to do anything apart from actually fill out the claim form and send them the evidence via the credit card statements. Now remember, this is just money which you've already spent already as part of your expenses, except it gets withdrawn from your gross pay such that your taxable income is reduced. So is salary packaging compulsory? And the answer is no, nothing's compulsory, apart from taxes, of course, but it does save you money. It might sound a little bit complicated to set it all up. It actually isn't. Once you set it up, it's actually minimal maintenance. And particularly if you're in a public hospital or in a not-for-profit organisation, over the period of years that you're going to be spending in that organisation, you are going to save a fair amount of taxation money. So I think it's worth your time and effort to try and set it up and maximize it every year. Can I salary package across multiple organizations? The answer is usually yes. And I think this is one of the advantages of working in a state where there are multiple health networks. Um, But you need to make sure you don't double claim expenses. 
So let's use an example to highlight this point. And this point is really important for a lot of doctors that have to do training in rural areas across multiple health networks. So Amy, during her internship, is required to work at a major metro tertiary centre. But part of the rotations involves working at a rural hospital for 10 weeks. The rural hospital is a different network altogether. This means Amy may be eligible to salary package at the metro hospital and again at the rural hospital network because it's two separate networks. But Amy will need to submit new expenses at each network. That is, she can't double claim expenses at each network. So this is really, really important. How much can you salary package? Um, this is called capped benefits. So obviously there are limits which apply to fringe benefits, but it depends on the industries you work in. So health employees can package up to $9,010 per FPT year. And charity employees and non-profits can package up to $15,900 per FPT year. And this is for living expenses such as rent, mortgage, utilities, bills, groceries, etc. Um, you can also usually package up to $2,650 per FBT year on top of this for what's called meal and entertainment expenses. And this includes holiday accommodation. Now, in terms of meal entertainment expenses, there are restrictions, particularly for meals. For example, it has to be a sit-down dining meal and not takeaway meals like pizza or McDonald's. So unfortunately, during 2020, a lot of the restaurants had only takeaway, even if it was a very expensive takeaway. My understanding is it's not inclusive in your meal and entertainment expenses threshold of $2,650. So you can't claim that. You have to sit down and have a meal at a restaurant. Although in 2021, a lot of the states have eased their restrictions. So obviously, if you go out and have dinner with friends or family and you pay for it, you're able to claim that expense as part of your meal and entertainment expenses. So check with your salary packaging provider. They have strict guidelines and strict rules about this. Try not to game it. Now, given the um, you know, pandemic in terms of you know, travel and accommodation, it's a problem as most people can't travel internationally. But if you are traveling locally and hire holiday accommodation, such as hotels, motels, and I think even Airbnbs, provided it's all done legit, Keep accurate records as this counts towards the meal entertainment threshold of $2,650. So that is what's called capped benefits. That is your $9,010 um, for health employees and $15,900 for not-for-profits. Uh, that's for living expenses. On top of that, you can claim $2,650 per FPT year for what's called meal and entertainment expenses. And that includes holiday accommodation. So what are above cap benefits? Above cap benefits, um, which don't form part of the cap, are expenses such as Novetta leasing, work-related expenses, laptops, or additional superannuation payments. So you can actually do that on top of your capped benefits. Now, one of the things that I was asked about on Facebook was how does salary packaging affect my HEX or help debt? So for overseas listeners, the way it works in Australia for students is that students don't have to pay their university tuition fees up front, generally speaking. 
because most of the university places in Australia are based on what we call a merit system. So you get the marks and you get into university. Uh, they accumulate the debt, which is then repaid once they start working and earn above a th certain threshold, which currently stands around $46,620. Now, the Australian taxpayer picks up the tab and the debt does not incur any interest payments, but it does increase with inflation. So the aim of this, of course, is to avoid exorbitant um, uni fees, as we see in uh, North America, in Canada and the United States, where students are debt laden when they come out of university. And it also means in Australia, because you don't have to pay up front or as you study, um, it also means that a lot of students can access a university education at a relatively low cost. So it's a relatively fair system in order to allow the university um, degrees to be relatively cheap compared to world standards. That's cheap. When I say cheap, I'm talking about cost to the actual consumer, that is the student. So to give you an example, to study medicine in Australia might be $8,000 cost to the student, but it may actually cost $40,000 to the taxpayer of which you know, $8,000 is debt paid by the student after they graduate, and $32,000 is actually subsidised by the Australian taxpayer as a gratitude because you know the person will graduate in medicine and then repay um, the $8,000 debt, but also you know repay their service to the community for the next you know 30 years or something like that. So that's how we keep you know university costs relatively low in Australia. And the whole aim of this, again, to avoid exorbitant university fees, as we do see in other countries, and also allows a lot of students to access a university education. If you don't want a university education, there are similar you know, payment schemes available for non-university education, such as diplomas and TAFE studies, etc. Now, if you do have a HEX or a HELP debt, you may have to tell your payroll if you are salary packaging. And this is important for those people that are salary packaging this year. This is because the debt repayments, which occur automatically, um, are calculated based on your HELP repayment income called HRI. So this income is the total taxable income plus any total reportable fringe benefits. And this is usually shown in your pay-as-you-go summary or nowadays via MyGov ATO portal. And this new figure is called your adjusted taxable income. This will then increase your help repayments due. So let's use an example to highlight this point. Amy is an intern earning $80,000. We discussed about a situation earlier and wants to fully utilize salary packaging. The gross value of the salary packaging available to her is $17,000. That's the grossed up value of her capped and um, her meal and entertainment expenses. So if she fully packages that amount, and let's not complicate the fact that in Australia, the first year of internship starts in January, which is halfway through the financial year, etc. This means a help repayment income will be $80,000 minus salary packaging, which is 9,010 plus 2,650 because Amy wants to maximize it, minus 18,200, which is a tax-free threshold. So the actual taxable income is $50,140 plus the $17,000 gross value of the salary packaging available. So the total taxable income becomes $67,140. That is, 
your help debt payment is calculated on this figure rather than your actual taxable income. The actual taxable income was $50,140, but the HRI, which is the income that the government uses to calculate your help repayment, is $67,140 because it includes the $17,000 grossed up value of your salary packaging amount. Now, for the average intern, again, keeping it very medically contextual, it'll work out to be around 2 to 4% of your income in terms of your health repayment debt. So that's important, and you need to understand the concept of the actual taxable income and the income used to calculate your help repayment uh, income, which is called HRI. So when is the FPT year start and end? The FPT year is designated as the 1st of April to 31st of March. You need to utilise your cap limits in that year as they don't roll over. So the question obviously is, if I start my job in Jan 2021, does this mean I can salary package $9,010 plus $2,650 before the 1st of April 2021? And the answer is yes, you'd be mad not to. That is a very, very good strategy to have, but beware there are some companies out there and some financial advisors out there who you know, quite legitimately say that you can actually take out a personal loan to this amount and then salary package that amount because that forms part of your repayments and personal loans as part of your repayments is considered a part of a living expense. Now, this can work out provided you carefully check the fine print from the bank account entry exit fees, interest rates and early payment fees for the personal loan and factor in the salary packaging fees. So I'm not saying that, you know, don't take out personal loans to maximise your salary packaging and all that sort of stuff, but make sure that when you take out any loans that you factor in the entry, exit, interest fees and early payment fees and the salary packaging fees to make sure that it's actually worthwhile doing it. Um, so hopefully you would have had some credit card expenses from 2020 um, and you can just basically chuck that in there. But uh, yeah, you can potentially take out a personal loan in order to factor in the salary packaging up until the 1st of April 2021 to maximise it. But generally though, my principle is don't borrow money because nine out of 10 times, you can't game it as much as we think we can. So just be careful, read the fine print when you try and use debt to maximise salary packaging. Now, what is Novated Leasing? Um, this is an uncapped salary packaging amount. And what this means is you can buy a car and then package the expenses of the car in addition to the FBT capped expenses. Now, expenses for the car can include things like lease payments, petrol, electricity costs for EVs, for example, service costs, insurance costs, etc. So how does it work? We'll talk to your salary packaging provider. They can navigate you through this if you really want to go down this pathway. Usually they help find you the car and package the cost into one easy payment, which gets deducted from your gross pay and then redirected back into your account. Of course, you would have paid it as part of your after-tax income as well. Again, you're simply using your pre-tax dollars to pay your expenses, which are usually post-tax. Now, Nevada leasing, you know, is just that. It's a car lease, okay? So I'm not a great fan of it. If you just are starting out your career, buying a new car can have disastrous consequences. Um, generally, my rules of buying a car is try and pay cash if you're using it for personal purposes. And the amount of car that you can afford is maximum 
20% of your after-tax income. So if your after-tax income is $50,000 per year, you really shouldn't be buying a car for more than $10,000 based on that yearly income. Now, I'm not a car grinch. I love cars, but make sure you pay yourself first before you do anything else rather than go back go out and buy a nice car. Nothing against nice cars, but you know, if you're early in your career, just be very careful how you tread this minefield of the temptation to buy a very expensive car and put up to 50% of your income into a car that you probably don't need and it's going to depreciate rapidly. Now, again, generally speaking, buying a car outright using cash is the cheapest method of owning a car. A Novet at least does not mean you own the car, you're borrowing the car and using it. And at the end of the lease, you can buy it outright by paying a lump sum. That's all it means. So let's summarize what are the pros of salary packaging. It reduces your overall taxable income by allowing you to use pre-tax dollars to pay for everyday expenses. It's a great way to retain staff to work for -for not-for-profits, charities and health organisations. You can potentially package at multiple health networks. Unfortunately, in some states, it may not be possible as it comes under a state health system, but in places like Victoria, it's a real advantage because we have a multitude of networks in Victoria. Now, you can package meal and entertainment and holiday accommodation up to a maximum of $2,650. And of course, you can do novated leasing, superannuation, work-related expenses as laptops, which are all above the FPT caps. So those are the pros of having salary packaging. What are the cons? It's not free. There are administrative fees um, for setting it up and maintaining it during the year. Of course, salary packaging companies need to survive, and that's how they survive. They charge you fees. You need to maintain accurate records, keep receipts, which is true of any tax advantage situations anyway, so that's not really a huge burdensome. Novet at least can work out more expensive in the long run. In fact, they will work out more expensive in the long run. So again, if you're trying to game the system, be very careful. Help debt, be very careful about that. May not be adequately deducted, so make sure you discuss with your payroll about this early, particularly for your salary packaging. That's about it for this episode about salary packaging and hopefully a timely reminder for a lot of doctors out there who are starting to work and get their first paycheck. Now, if you're new to this podcast channel, please make sure you give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or any podcasting app you might be using. It really helps promote the podcast so more people can download, find it. And it actually comes up on Google if you Google me. So that's great. So the more people that rate it and talk about it and comment about it, um, the better it is in terms of trying to get this message out to as many people as possible. And if you really want, please leave a review too. Actually type out a review. That makes a big difference. And as promised, reviews will be read on the episode. And here's one from Ludmilla Freitas. Hi, Devraga. Love the podcast. Which super fund do you use? Now, thanks for the follow, Ludmilla. I'm with an industry super fund in Australia called Hester. Uh, they're probably not the best, nor are they, are they the cheapest out there. But I've just found them very easy to deal with. And I've been with them since my internship. And I've just recently calculated my returns on my portfolio of between 8 and 9% since uh, inception. So that's pretty decent. And they offer reasonable choices and flexibility. And they also offer an indexed option for your superannuation. That's more of a recent thing, which has significantly low fees 
compared to the other um, portfolios that they offer. So if you're with Hester, then check out the indexed option. You might be surprised how cheap their fees are. Uh, I also have some personal insurance through them uh, in addition to the personal insurance outside of super. Generally speaking, I tend to recommend having personal insurance outside of super for the ease of claiming and also the transparency of the process of claiming and the actual um, policy itself. That's not to say that super policies for life income protection or TPD, etc. is not great, but generally speaking, you might find them a little bit harder to navigate, harder to claim, as opposed to the ones outside of super. Now, remember to like Devranga Facebook page and shout out to any questions or comments or topic suggestions. Share this channel with family and friends at Apple Podcasts, Anchor Apps, CastBox, or whatever application that you might be used. And remember, always pay yourself first after-tax income. Make sure you take 20% of your after-tax income and put it aside. That is your money. You are the most important person in your life. And learn about salary packaging, particularly if you're a new doctor or someone who works in not-for-profit organisations, or even in your organisation, if you're a for-profit organisation, ask your boss or finance manager about salary packaging or salary sacrifice and try and utilise it to your advantage. This is Devraka Personal Finance Episode 105. And as always, please make sure you stay safe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.